Hello, everybody. I am Joshua. And I'm Jamie. And, and we're, we're going to do Daredevil. We are into uh, 1974 at the moment. We're uh, pretty deep into 1974. What were you doing in 1974, Jamie? Towards the back end, I was pushing my way out of my mother's (laughs) womb. Um, (laughs) We are covering (laughs) Daredevils 111 and uh, through 115 and uh, Marvel Team Up 25. Um, One thing I just wanted to say before we get going... um, uh, this week was the release of the final issue of um, Charles Soule's Daredevil run. He's been doing... Uh, I, I was talking to a couple of people on Twitter about the longevity of creators on Daredevil. And um, I think he's... Is, uh, there's a bunch of people who have written around 50 issues. And he's mm-hmm. in that club. He's around the 50-issue mark if you put, when you put together all the stuff he's done. Um, so impressive. It is. It's, it's incredible. I mean, you've got him, you've got Mark Wade, you've got... Um, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Um, you have Brian Michael Bendis. They're mm-hmm. all around that 50-issue mark. Right. And um, I mean, if you think of it in terms of years, I mean, 50 issues is... It's four, nearly 10 years. No, four years. Four years. It's nearly four years. It's, well, it's it, yeah. around nearly 10 years yeah. if you take away it's, six years. Yeah, it, it's four oh, yeah, years. And to do anything for four years... <laughs> I mean, specifically coming up with stories for the same characters, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's quite a task. It is. Because I don't know about you, Jamie, but when I have writer's block, it's hard to even get out you know, enough content for one issue. <laughs> so I don't know how people are able to do it for 50. But Yeah. I know. I've, it's taken me about 10 years to get 12 issues of my <laughs> series done. So, um, yeah. But yeah, um, the reason I brought it up is because we are still, we're, we're coming to the end of uh, Steve Gerber's yes, run. Yes, yes. And I, I did want to say that um, I, I actually enjoyed this batch from a writing standpoint mm-hmm. a lot more than the earlier stuff that Gerber did with Daredevil. Yeah, I've and, become a real big Steve Gerber fan yeah, from this, yeah. this read, and it's made me want to read more stuff. I've been looking around and, and going over his, um, you know, I was aware of, of those books and um, like the Marvel 2 and 1 series, I, I read a lot of that in reprints. Um, but I didn't really read How the Dark and Man Thing, mm-hmm. except for little bits here and there. All oh, the stuff with Man Thing that we're going to talk about in a little bit is so good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's, it's a good. It, it's like a it's like a cool little Man Thing cameo. Yes, exactly. Um, that's stretched out over like. Anyways, we'll we'll talk about <laughs> He's it. He's just sort of shuffling around. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, Steve Gerber did twenty issues of Daredevil, and this is sort of towards the the back end. This little uh, section that we're going to cover here. Um, and, he does continue to write for Marvel, and he does some stuff with Daredevil popping up that we're covering later episodes but this is we're, we're kind of covering the the end of the gerber mm-hmm. era here and roy thomas is still editing too and he's yeah. been ed- he's been editing now for quite a while we're gonna have to yeah. keep track of how long he does it well he, he leaves soon and they have like a real turnaround of editors for a mm-hmm. while you get uh len ween when i don't know how you say he's i think it's ween isn't it yeah it's len, like a combination of, yeah. of len ween len ween when. You, you say it fast so then that way uh, yeah. people just assume that you said it correctly exactly but. you get him you get um I think Jerry Conway might do some editing. There's like a bunch. There's four or five different editors, and then um, they finally settle 
um, gym shooter <laughs> for years and years, for years and, and years, years who fixes a lot of the uh, the scheduling issues at Marvel, but um, yeah. some of his story dictates are uh, questionable. Yeah. But we will, we will cover that when we get to them. But right. We won't even need to, I don't think. He doesn't pop up in Secret Wars, so we we can swerve. <laughs> no, <laughs> we can swerve uh, Jim Shooter quite nicely and go over all the good creators that are involved in the Daredevil series. So issue, <coughs> excuse me, issue 111. Yes, yes. Now, all the issues that we're going to cover today from the self-titled series, with the exception of one, which is mm-hmm. drawn by Gene Colan, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, all, all the rest were by, you know, Steve Gerber wrote them all, and then mm-hmm. Bob Brown mm-hmm. was the artist on it. And um, I kind of, I got used to his style, and, and I started yeah. to, especially once they get into the swamp and everything, I really started to kind of like his uh, yeah. his take on Daredevil, especially with the expressions that he makes. He makes these great, you know, like screaming and pain yeah. expressions mm-hmm. that... Uh, are actually pretty top notch. He like does a lot of really good work with the um, the supporting actors as well, mm-hmm. sort of background people in stories. There's always like great yeah. expressions from Ivan and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so Bob, Bob Brown was um, he had been a comic book artist for, for years, for decades. Mm-hmm. He was working through the fifties and sixties, bouncing around. He was co-creator of Talia Al Ghul. Ah, very good. Yeah, I did a little yes, reading. Yes, yes, him. yes. And uh, he was one of the the old guys that came in, and uh, it, it feels like there was a a period we had a lot of older guys who had a lot of experience in advertising, a lot of experience in um, worlds outside of of comic books, and slowly um, more and more fans got into mm-hmm. uh, working. Like uh, Roy Thomas was, right. was a, a big comic book fan that got into it. So it seems like um, Bob Brown belongs in that earlier group, and then we're going to slowly see more and more younger creators coming in who are, who are comic book creators first and foremost. Yeah, so uh, where we left off on mm. issue 110 mm. was the the Mandrill had just... Fantastic. <laughs> he had just uh, made his presence known to Daredevil yeah. as the leader of the Black Spectre. He took off that cloak and and has the face of a Mandrill. Yeah, and the, the head. Sorry, excuse me. The head of a mandrel, and the the I guess super strength of a man of a large mandrel. The agility, the agility, and he can control the the minds of all women, save yeah, one, save one. Yeah, uh, Shira, <laughs> Shira the Shana Devil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and, and and ultimately, so what ends up happening is Mandrill asks Daredevil, "Hey, this is you know," he says, "This is my cause. Mm-hmm. Join me." Yeah, and Daredevil's like. No oh, way, no, no, yeah, no way, punk. And they get into a little tussle, and then and then uh, Mandrill gets away from Daredevil, mm-hmm. and, and that, and then we have our last page. I, I believe it's the last page of issue one ten is where we see Shira for Shana. Sorry, Shana, <laughs> Shana. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so Shana, we see Shana, mm-hmm. and uh, with her with her two big cats, mm-hmm. and she comes in and reveals that she is the uh, the, I guess, the sister in law of. Commissioner O'Hara, daughter, uh, no, uh, yeah. niece and niece, niece in law, niece, not in law, just niece, niece. I think. Oh, that's right. Brother. Her yeah. father died. Mm-hmm. Who was O'Hara's she's a, brother? She's a O'Hara. And, yeah, Shane she, O'Hara. Yeah, so she's she's is connected by blood. Yes. So. Um, um, this issue is also the first appearance of a villain, uh, the Silver Samurai. Who, it, wait, wait, the first appearance, the very first. Yeah, I did a little Holy reading. Crap! I did a little reading. Part, pardon my French. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, this he, is the first Silver Samurai. This is the first Silver Samurai. He's a sword for he, hire. 
Oh, so that's so cool. And Bob Brown draws him gigantic. Oh yeah, he even they even describe him at one point. He's Daredevil like eight says feet he tall. senses. He says, yeah, eight feet tall, yeah. four hundred pounds. This guy's huge, and he's just he's slicing through things. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, that's I guess that's his power is is, is his size and his and his sword and his yeah, fighting he ability. Can, he can focus he, his power into the sword into the sword and, yeah. and pretty much chop up anything, no matter the material. Yeah. So we open with Daredevil in Shira Shana. Shana's bedroom <laughs> at 3 a.m. with Iron Gut saying, you better have a good reason for being here. And um, the, he's basically there to say, I know who the head of the Black Spectre is now. It's Mandrill. What can you tell me about him? And they have a little catch-up about the last few issues. Right. Um, Which we pretty much just sort of went over. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. So Daredevil, he, you know, he, he after that, you know, after he explains everything, mm-hmm. talks to Shana, Talks to everyone, you know, goes out looking for Mandrill. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he makes it only two panels. Yeah, he doesn't get far. You, usually it's like five or six panels of him, him swinging thinking around. Thinking and talking. Thinking and, and talking. But he only makes it two panels in this case. And then he gets kicked in the back. I yeah, mean, this it's is quite a, brutal. This is a hi-ya! This is like a, <laughs> a massive kick to the back. And it causes him to go completely like flying off course but luckily daredevil is an acrobat yeah so he's able to land safely on the ground yeah still i don't know how you can do that from the top of a building to a ground but kicked in the back as well um (laughs) and and it is uh, as we mentioned he's uh he sends his pickup a character who is eight feet tall and 400 pounds a powerhouse uh the silver samurai who Mm -hmm. is a um it, it kind of implies that he's He's doing something for a debt that's outstanding. He's been right. hired by the Mandrill to. And what's cool, and what's cool about it is, is that we don't find out any information about what that actually no. is. And there's even a little blurb where the writer Gerber goes, well, "We want to know what it is too." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so even Gerber doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's cool because it, you know, we don't need to waste time on that. That's no. not important. No. So, you know, so don't waste. Uh, you're dealing with a 19 to 20 page book. Mm-hmm. It seems like they've been 19 pages lately. Yeah, they've the been kind back. Yeah, so you're dealing with a you know that few of pages. There's no point in spending you know two pages on a backstory of how you know he controls a silver samurai. It's just like he controls him. That's all we need to know. Yeah, because and of this debt. It's uh, the silver samurai is kind of incredible. There's basically this sequence where Daredevil is completely on the back foot, and the silver samurai is slicing through. Solid walls and lampposts and yeah, and I really encourage you guys to to go look up this issue because mm. I don't know when his appearance changed, but he looks pretty darn cool. It's a neat design. Mm-hmm. His he really is sort of dressed like a samurai, so his legs are have no armor on them. Yeah, so they're bare skinned legs, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know what you would call his his mask, but it's some kind of crazy you know, hairdo, like mohawk type spiked up metal mask. (laughs) But uh, it is quite a cool, it's, it is a quite cool little look that he has there. Yeah. Oh, I forgot on the splash page when we see the specter of him hanging over. So we don't even hide the fact that he's going to be in there. Right. Exactly. (coughs) Um, So this fight's going on. Yeah. They have always getting, oh, pasted. Yes. He's getting pasted, which is usually how he is the first time he fights somebody. Yeah. Yeah. He gets a feel for them. But luckily, luckily, she Ra Shana shows up right Shana, with her two, uh, <laughs> with, with her with, two with big Barry cats. And yeah, the other one whose name we can never. Remember. And and what's so, and, and and I don't know if you noticed this, Jamie, but what I really liked was the we see Shana at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. like we talked about, and she's wearing this very sexy lingerie gown, yeah. right? 
And then when she shows up here three or four pages later with her cats, she didn't bother to change into her leopard superhero bikini outfit. Mm-mm. I think that's awesome because normally what ends up happening is that these guys have to do their quick changes, get into their superhero outfits yeah. to go. But but Shane is smarter than all the guys because she's like, no, this is stupid. Yeah, it's I'm not just, like I'm going to yeah, be yeah. doing it. I'm wearing a bikini. It's not like yeah. that's going to be. I'm just going to go down there in my in my nightgown. Yeah. and just you know. Kick yeah. some butt and save you, and save you, and that's ultimately what she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's a cool little moment because the cat jumps up and bites Silver Samurai's yeah. le- uh, leg, no arm. Um, Bite, yeah, yeah, bites the arm, and you know, and we see a moment of pain, and then yep. he just gets so furious, Silver Samurai, and does this massive like like full body move that throws everybody off of him because everyone is on him at this point. You have Daredevil, mm-hmm. you have Shanna, you have the two dogs, and he does this massive move that knocks everybody off, and then he's like. You know what? Uh, I'm injured. Yeah, I'm he bleeding. Says, I'm right bleeding. Now. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna get come back and get you though. I'll be back. Um, the um, I mean, yeah, we've got it down to Daredevil is his quick changes around four or five seconds. I think we yeah. worked it out. But whatever time takes, or how much time takes place between the line that separates two panels? Yeah, that is usually That's his quick the, change. The, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> so that happens, and they kind of. Uh, they kind of stumble back and, and realize, you know, they've, they've, they've got quite a tough foe to, yeah. to fight. And then uh, we cut to the next morning. And um, we see um, all three of them, uh, Dee Dee, Shayna, and Iron Guts. And the, Foggy's there and, as well. Yeah, they go to visit yeah. Foggy. Um, and we have a, a quick, you mentioned, <laughs> don't waste time on recaps, but we get yeah. a nice recap of, get, uh, of the yeah. entire Shane of the She-Devil series yeah. and chunks it, of Kazar where they completely give you an out, yeah, outline it, of what the Mandrill is about. Uh-huh. And it covers two and a half pages, so it is a pretty lengthy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it does cover, it covers, I think it's like three or four, I think Shane of the She-Devil ran for five issues and then there's a couple of Kazar um, appearances in there. So it's like seven comic books in two pages that they yeah. give you a quick rundown of. And they tell you all about how... <clears throat> Um, the Mandrill was um, trying to to overthrow a bunch of African nations um, so that he could take control of them and start to build his empire and uh, came up against um, Iron Gut's brother, Shana's father, um, and killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they eventually he was caught by S.H.I.E.L.D. and imprisoned. And then <laughs> there's a great bit where they talk about how he escaped from the shield jail and they don't know how he got out. He was sliced out, but no one knows how. Yeah. And then Iron Guts and Daredevil just kind of make fun of Shane and like, <laughs> did you see who we just well, fought? Yeah, come or, on. Yeah. Did, did you not see what a guy was doing? He was slicing through everything. She's yeah. like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's, that's how. <laughs> yeah. So, um, while this is going on, while they're talking, and they're at the hospital because um, uh, Foggy is still recovering from his gunshot. While this is going on in the, I think it's uh, like a, a sunroom. Like, it's, it's like a like, solid. We'll say it's or the something. hospital penthouse. It's like a huge. Yeah, it's like a um, like an environmental dome that's yeah. just for Foggy <laughs> to hang out with. Um, anyway, while this is going on, um, literally, it says whole hell breaks loose uh-huh. um and the windows smashed and uh the inburst silver samurai and a couple of the uh, black specter costumed goons and they instantly zap um biri and the other cat whose name i can't remember and um the 
they, they, they take Shane and then they take Shane out. It's, it's, like, co- it's literally done. It's done on one page and two panels. Yeah. And they, they accomplish so much here, <laughs> which, you know, kudos to Bob Brown to being able to capture all this in, in oh, yeah. literally two panels. It's what Jamie said, them jumping through the window, mm-hmm. shooting the two vehicles or the vehicles, sorry, <laughs> Jaguar. No, no. Uh, sh- 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 <laughs> shooting the, uh, shooting the two um, big cats. Yeah. Barry and Anna. That's it. Uh-huh. Knocking Daredevil down. Yep. And grabbing yeah. Shayna and jumping out the window again, all yeah. in one quick little thing. Silver Samurai bands. grabs Shayna. But you also, uh, I don't know if you saw, but um, Foggy, poor Foggy gets uh, pistol whipped. <laughs> he does get pistol whipped. Yeah. Poor guy gets hit in the head so, so often. Man. Um, and um, they get away. And. Uh, Daredevil gives chase, but then we have uh, Necra, the princess of hate. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. intercepts and, and uh, she takes him out quite quickly. Does a nasty karate chop <clears throat> to the back of the neck. Yeah, yeah. Silver Man. Samurai turns around and says, uh, okay, I'm going to face you now. And he's about to, to square up to Daredevil and they're about to have the fight. And Necra says, don't waste your time. Get up into the, the, uh, the rocket Zeppelin thing mm-hmm. that we travel around in. And he tries to give some back chat to her, but she just chops daredevil yeah. sends him flying and says see i told you don't waste your time yeah. you well, follow my orders when yeah exactly he's like you need to f-, or she goes you need to follow mandrill's orders mm-hmm. you know you know he owns you mm-hmm. and silver Hammer's like okay you're right okay. that's okay we'll go up I'll to the zeppelin <laughs> so he go up they go up to the zeppelin and, and the zeppelin is a blimp by the way the bl- sorry yes at the dirigible <laughs> they go up to the dirigible and this um, is their secret hide their <laughs> floating <laughs> secret hideout the mandrills yeah they um they mentioned that um, that Shayna is the only one who can resist Mandrill at this point. He mentions it again. It's, yeah, this is they the really first, want to make a point of. Yeah, and at this point, it's the first time we see Mandrill in this issue, and you know he tells kind of he tells Shayna the plan, and you know like we're going to open you up, and we're going to find out yeah. how you can resist. Yeah, it's driving him crazy. Oh, it drives him crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, and then Silver Samurai mentions the debt at this point. He says, "So my father's debt has been paid off," and Mandrill goes, "Yeah." Um, you're paid off, but he still sticks around. So that's kind of a, there's something interesting there that's going on. Yeah. There he still owns a little bit of his uh, 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 talent, I guess. Um, and Daredevil comes too. Well, actually, uh, I think Mandrill said, after the mission tonight, your oh. debt will be paid. Okay. And then and then Samurai's like, really? Yeah. And finally. Then finally I can go? And he's I like, yes, you can. Yeah. I think it's okay. so, so I that's think right, because he's still yeah, later on, and I wondered why he was still it's there. It's understood that Samurai needs to you know yeah. last out a his few more. His father's debt is he, not paid off. Yes, yeah, his father's debt. Yeah. Um so yeah, um Daredevil comes too, he quickly changes into Matt Murdoch. And as he's going back in to see Foggy, he bumps into Candace. Mm-hmm. Um, they just seen that weird play together. Yeah, they saw that weird play in the um, the uh, Marvel team up issue three mm-hmm. with the thing. And um, she says, "Oh, come on, let's go get a coffee." And she says, uh, "Lead the way." And then goes, "Oh, sorry, yeah. you're blind. You can't lead. <laughs> you you can't possibly lead. couldn't lead the way." And he's like, "Come on, <laughs> I can do more than just follow you around." Yeah. Um, and then she goes over her little story, which is mm-hmm. a little side story that's been going on for a while, which is that she is in some trouble at um, the her college. She's her college, getting the a degree ESU, in journalism. Which I guess is Empire State University. I'm not sure, yeah. I think it's uh, what it is. Somewhere in New York. ESU School of Journalism. She's in trouble for uh, 
um, something that happened there. I don't think they revealed it. Yeah, they it, haven't yeah. revealed it no. yet, but this is going to play a big part in later in this podcast yeah. today that you'll find out. So. Yeah. And then they do this great sequence where uh, they show Matt goes back to his, I guess, hotel room at this stage because he hasn't fully moved back to New York. Right. Um, and he's kind of spinning his wheels and changes into the Daredevil costume a few hours later and just says he, he's, he's, you know, he's not going to sit around. He can't wait for something to happen. He's going to mm-hmm. go out and find them. So he swings out and starts searching for the Black Spectre blimp Zeppelin dirigible jet rocket thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, he's swinging up above the Empire State Building because he figures that the Mandrill would have to take out uh, or take have some control over uh, telecommunications and, and television mm-hmm. to, to do what he needs to do. And there's a huge antenna, TV antenna on top of the Empire State Building. And sure enough, as he gets there, he discovers that um, the blimp is there and there's a couple of the, um, the, the Black Spectre goons up there. And just as he's about to go up, um, Silver Samurai turns up and uh, they have another little fight. Um, Daredevil does a little bit better this time. I he think does. He's learned. He's learned, know. but he's still he's still the basic technique he's a, he's adopted with Silver Samurai is to avoid him. It's not to take him on. So he does a thing where he kind of gets away from him and continues up to try and get up to where the uh, Black Spectre guys are, are doing something to the antenna. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he realizes that Silver Samurai is going to give away that his position. So he kind of does a big. Um, swing around the side of the building and keeps going up. And um, just as he's uh, about to get up there and the Black Spectre guys are taking uh, taking shots at him, Silver Samurai's getting close. We see a bit of the Silver Samurai sword kind of cutting into the building mm-hmm. below Daredevil. Uh, he decides that it's better to get away completely and he gambles on them not uh, risking destroying the ladder that leads up to the zeppelin right so he does a acrobatic leap and mm-hmm. grabs hold of the ladder that's dangling down from the zeppelin and uh, begins to climb up and and um you know declares that the mandrill's done for he's gonna right he's gonna get up there and finish this it's uh, it's the end this is war and he's going for it yep and that takes us directly to issue 112 112 which i'm a big fan of death of a nation it's called uh and it's uh, Gene Colan comes on. Gene Colan, yeah. And this this kind of wraps up what's been going on for the last five or six issues yeah. with the Black Spectre mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah. yeah, this is a big issue. This is, and uh, it it literally goes straight into it from where we left off. He's climbing up the ladder. You see in the background the Black Spectre guys have actually got the antenna to break. Yep. They've dismantled it and it's beginning to fall and it falls down into the street. And this is a great moment because almost always the superhero swings down and saves the people down below. Mm -hmm. But this is a a huge moment because Daredevil realizes, because he kind of made a choice Mm -hmm. last issue, you know, I'm going to jump for the... um, I'm going to jump for the uh, the blimp mm-hmm. and you know try to go to Mandrill and I'm going to stop what's ha- or and not finish saving the, this antenna because I believe this is the the, the top priority. Yeah. But by making that decision by going to the blimp and, and <clears throat> leaving them to destroy the antenna, he has now put the people's lives in jeopardy that are down below. Yeah, and there's a great there's a great sequence yeah. of the antenna after it being caught up. We see it falling in a couple panels down mm-hmm. to the ground, and literally there's a 
there's a huge group of innocent bystanders crowd, yeah. that are being smashed yeah. down below from this um, antenna and, mm-hmm. and, and killing them. Yeah. And Daredevil like looks and he notices and he's like, oh my goodness, these people died yeah. and I wasn't able to save them or yeah. even more so. And I, cho- and I chose to come over here and go after Mandrill because that is the greater of two evils. Yeah. And that's a, that's a decision that he's going to have to live with for the rest of his life mm-hmm. or at least, you know, a few panels. A few panels. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a it's, cool moment. Yeah, and it's not graphic. I mean, you, you talk yeah. about how it's crushing, but the the text is actually graphic. The imagery is suggestive. Well, you see, you, you, see, you see a few people that you are do getting see a few smashed. People, yeah, but the, 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 it's the text that really sells it where it talks about how because Daredevil's senses are heightened, he can hear every, you know, every bone being crushed and mm-hmm. every person dying he can hear every moment of every person dying and uh, he really that that basically just pushes him and he just says this is it i'm definitely has here. daredevil ever had a failure like this and i and i and i call it a failure even yeah. though it isn't really one but like before you know if this was stan lee that yeah. was writing he would have swooped down he would have saved the people from under the debris or figured out a way to catch it yeah you know like spider-man style with mm-hmm. webbing or, or with his billy club or something to move it out of the way and then still go back up and save the day by stopping yeah. the bad guy. But instead, people die on his watch. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's this a really is the good first choice. Time, by, right? Well, yeah, I mean, there's the whole thing of him being a coward earlier on where it's not. Yeah, but, the, the but they don't of, show anybody being no. killed or talk about no. anyone being killed. No, I can't. Think and, of, and and with the with the except explosions, for people he's killed. There's not many. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there were those explosions where the buildings were blown up and stuff, and you can assume there were people inside. But he didn't really have contr- a, a way to yeah. stop it so much. And it, also in those issues, it, it says that no one was was killed. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay, I think it says like three people were injured or something. But yeah, this is this is Gerber makes a really good choice, and it's that he's not going to slow down the final third of the action. This is yeah. like the this is the ending, and he's not going to slow it down for any reason. He's going to keep going. You know, he could have made the choice that Daredevil swooped down and mm-hmm. and saved the day and watched the blimp fly away again and and. Mm-hmm curses i've lost again right but he makes a he makes a choice and daredevil makes the choice that he's going to finish this and go up so he goes up and well he doesn't uh, go all the way up he doesn't go all the way up halfway up the rope he makes it halfway up the up when necra drops down the ladder and describe and tells everyone that she is perhaps the strongest and most agile female in the world um and uh, while she's saying that, I think she doesn't she kick him and he he falls. He falls, but then uh, he but throws then up the billy, club, the billy and, club and he and he catches the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, he catches the bottom rung with the billy club and then is dangling and realizes he's got to do something to get up. So he does a big, big swing, mm-hmm. uh, manages to flick himself up above Necra and uh, get above, get get to pretty much the top of the ladder and then rushes in and says, you know. I hope that um, I hope that the mandrel's up there because it, I'm ready for it. Right, and it's and, it, and this is another great moment. As soon as he like his his body, I don't even know if he fully makes it into the blimp, <laughs> but right when he gets there, mandrel attacks him. Yeah, it's it's brilliant because normally what would happen, Daredevil would go in, there'd be a couple of goons, and then he'd find mandrel like at a control station, like, oh yeah. no, what are you doing here? Yeah. but no, it's like mandrel knows he's there and just goes straight into attack just mode. Grabs him. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, Daredevil says, uh, at last, I'm at least I'm going to be safely inside the the balloon. Away from Necro. Nope. Nah. And yeah, and Mandrill's there and goes, hmm, I don't know about safely, but yeah. he grabs him. They do it, they do a fight. And it's kind of a cool fight because what happens is that Daredevil uses a lot of his fighting skill to kind of throw Mandrill around, but every time he does, Mandrill just lands and says, I'm 
pretty agile as well. You know, this is going to be a tough fight for you. And I'm pretty strong. And like they, they get, they're, they're kind of tussling with each other. And then Necro, of course, makes it up and it does the, the karate, the neck chop again and takes him out. She's got a pretty lethal yeah, yeah, that neck hand. Ch- yeah, when you're fighting here, you got to take out those hands first, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on. So that is, uh, so Daredevil's captured and he, they, they, they say, we're going to take him to the science lab with uh, where Shane is being kept because I'm curious about his senses, his radar sense. I want to know more about that. So they have two subjects to dissect while they continue on their mission. And while this is going on, we cut to um, um, a, a more, a quainter and more, conservative um, hospital room for Foggy. <laughs> right. There's no arborarium yeah. and uh, he's in the middle of He's in the middle of some type of treatment right now. I yes. Guess. And he's uh, he's on the phone uh, with the FBI. And uh, he's basically saying, so it, where is everyone? We have all these superheroes around. What's going on? Why aren't they here? And basically the mandrel has put out the word that there is an atomic bomb buried somewhere under or it's placed somewhere mm-hmm. in Manhattan or underneath Manhattan and if anyone does anything to interfere with his plans he'll detonate and kill millions of people and it takes out it's, it's a kind of a neat way of taking the Avengers and the Fantastic Four and all of those big hitters out of the equation pretty mm-hmm. quickly and it's like you know two three panels and that's that explains why the Mandrill is able to to get into the next stage of his plan which is to head towards um, Washington DC towards mm-hmm. the Capitol and towards the White House Right, so so that's indeed what where they go, mm-hmm. and then he leaves Black Widow in the blimp to watch over Shayna and Daredevil. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're they're bound to these t- these uh, vertical tables. Yeah, and uh, so he leaves them. Yeah, and he leaves her there just to show yeah. how much power he has over her at this point. It's like a, a almost teasing because Daredevil kind of says, "Come on, Black Widow, snap out." Yeah, and she says, "No, no, um, I obey. I'm, I'm in love with the Mandrill." Right, so the Mandrill, Necra, and a whole bunch of their uh, their Black Spectra mm-hmm. get into a plane yeah. and fly out of the um, uh, they fly out of the blimp. Yeah, and, they fly and they out bring and little, they, they they lower down a, sta- um, a big statue of Mandrill that he's yeah. going to place literally on the front lawn of the White House. Yeah, what do you call that lawn? Is there a lawn? Is it like the Rose Garden or is it something? Else? I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, they 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 lower this and this statue on is rocket ship. huge. Yeah. It's, it's got to like be 30 or 40 yeah, feet. It, it's got to be light or else I don't know how the blimp could have carried that thing. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. a rocket blimp. It can carry oh, okay. so much. And they, they, they drop down and there's this great two-page uh, panel where we see everything landing down and we see the soldiers on the White House lawn. And they're it basically was, saying we can't it, do anything. It's a know. weird little moment. It's it is because like, there's like a weird celebration of what's happening from the mandrills, from the black spectrum. Right. Because at this point, they've taken out the communication, which was like they're you know they've taken down all the towers, so mm-hmm. so the TV signals are gone and stuff. They made it so uh, people can't see what's going on in the communication. Yeah, they can't all, communicate between it's all each control- other. Everything's being controlled. I'm going to read the the two pages because it's kind of funny. Cause, Go for it. Okay, so we have uh, and the occupation of the executive mansion reaches its bizarre climax. The bowl in the idol's lap is lighted. Black Spectre's agents doff their bulky uniforms and reveal themselves as the tat women of Mandrill's army. The president, his family, the White House staff have long since been evacuated. The troops that remain on guard have been ordered not to fire, lest New York be blasted into atoms as a consequence of their resistance. They are merely a token force paralyzed, unable to act. 
All the machinations of the Black Spectre have led to this, the systematic assault on the nation's landmarks, stripping them of their sacrosanct quality. The money riot on Wall Street laying bare the greed at the heart of the system, eating away at the public's already shaken confidence in an office which seems to thrive on corruption. The crippling of the media, the last line of defense against demagoguery, and now the symbolic act of seizing the structure which is synonymous with power. Oh yes, the Mandrill knows that the White House is only a plaster shell, not power in itself. But he knows too that ours is a nation where image is often valued above fact, in which the prestige of an office can create its own might and its own right. Pretty, pretty deep. Yes, that's uh, that's Gerber there, and it's kind of cool because you know this was happening with uh, Nixon, so there was like a lot of loaded. Uh, stuff and it's it's pretty relevant it's still relevant mm-hmm. today you know there's stuff that's going on today that, that ties into this story quite a lot um so the mandrill basically walks past these soldiers and they're doing nothing they and have, it, it they're just, just there yeah it's 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 like su- submitting to defeat mm-hmm. it's he even throws one aside and says stand aside clod i'm i'm the boss now but there was no attacking i mean there, there was like mandrill like all he did was take out the the tower in New York, mm-hmm. and, and the other places too. He talks about yeah, but then uh, I don't. know. It's just weird. It's more he like doesn't a, attack the White House. He just no. shows up. Well, and he knows walks in. it's saying that he knows that it's all about perceived power rather than right. actual power. So he's able to march in okay. and he walks into the Oval Office and says, "This is my new seat of power." And we cut back to um, Daredevil and Shana Shana, mm-hmm. and and Daredevil <laughs> is trying so hard to snap. Black Widow out of her yeah. trance, and she's standing there just kind of like a you know like a ghost. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, he he gets to her. He remembers. He, he, yeah, he he reminds her mm-hmm. of that one moment several issues ago when Black Widow goes a one hundred and eight mm-hmm. and goes nutso on that on those muggers that are trying to steal that welfare check from that old lady, mm-hmm. and she was going to kill him if mm-hmm. if um if Daredevil wouldn't have stepped in and and backhanded her across the face. Yeah. And he doesn't even did. he doesn't even like say, Do you remember that moment? He actually acts like that moment's yeah. happening again and it triggers um um Natasha. It it, it wakes her up and she, she kind of breaks the spell mm-hmm. of um of the mandrill. And then she's kind of so shaken up by everything because she remembers what she's been doing, she knows, and she's sort of saying, you know, I had no control, I had no control, and Dead Evil's kinda of like just yeah. we're doing business now. Come right. on, we'll deal with this later, but come on, don't worry, just don't worry, just get us out of here. <clears throat> and they kind of they, they they get them all out, and then Shayna does her quick change in this one. I just noticed she does. Well, two. she doesn't do her quick change. She takes off her nightgown. Yeah, and underneath and underneath she has her she superhero, has outfit, superhero on. outfit on, which is just basically a, a tiger print bikini. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, "I've got." She says, "I've got an idea. I know what we need to do. We need to get down and we need to take out this craft." Mm-hmm. So. Um, we're going to use the jetpacks that the other Black Spectre members and use. Bla- and Black Widow knows where they're hiding because she's been there. She's or, been there. She's a, she yeah, was she's a member been there of the Black while. She knows where to find those jetpacks. Yeah. So we cut instantly down to the Oval Office mm-hmm. and the three of them smash through the window and just go for it. And there's, you know, Daredevil is on Mandrill instantly. The other two are taking out members of the Black Spectre and uh, Necro and Black Widow is just zapping Necro and saying, you don't get it. They're... they're you got all your hate over there, but I've got something more powerful than you. And and they have this big fight. And Mandrill basically runs and says, "You know, there's no way he can keep up with me. I'm going to get up there, and that's it. We're gonna we're gonna detonate a load of bombs, and um, 
I'm going to wait up on the roof. He jumps up on the roof and says, I know exactly what Dead was thinking. He's going to jump up here too. And um, he's going to try and pursue me. And Dead kind of does this incredibly acrobatic leap that gets up above him. And Mandra's like, but, 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 but how, yeah, how, yeah, how like, did you what know? The, what the, <laughs> and then Daredevil just goes for it. He's like really, you know, they're both throwing heavy, heavy punches and kicks and Daredevil realizes that physically Mandrill's a lot tougher than him. Right. Um, Mandrill gets one really incredible smack in the head, which, you know, that, that classic Gene Colon, you don't even see you the head, see you the just head. see the explosion, the explosion of pain. Of pain. <laughs> and, um, and he grabs Daredevil and he's about to throw him off the roof of the White House. But then what when, happens? What happens, Jamie? What happens here? We have a little, uh, uh, what was the, the famous blimp that went? The, the, um, we have a, a, an exploding blimp. Yeah. Um, That's all I was. I, can, yeah, I couldn't I remember. Was the, I completely blanked on the name. But, I was just uh, going to say the blimp explodes. Oh, Hildenberg. No, what was it called? Anyway, <laughs> the the blimp explodes, and um, they they and, I this, think, and they have a great panel right after this of Mandrill's face. Mandrill's face, where is he's excellent. Like, you just, right there, you he knows yeah. he's lost. Yeah, and we, we've talked about a bit about how you know a lot of he a lot of the Mandrill's plans is hinged on this idea that. Um, uh, perceived power is more important than actual power, and the blimp has been a big part of that over the last few issues where they revealed that that was how he's getting around, and it's seen as like his base of operations, and it exploded and kind of throws him. Mm-hmm. So Daredevil does a kick, yeah. and it knocks Mandrill off the top of the White House, yep. and he falls down, assume, you know, we assume to his death. Yeah. But, and Daredevil is just shaking his head. This is a great moment. He he's, fell head first, he, yeah, Daredevil says. And, and, and he's so mad, he's like, but I didn't mean to kick him that hard. Yeah, yeah we know what you're up to. <laughs> yeah, though. whatever, Daredevil. You can act shaken up, but you meant to kill mm-hmm. this guy. This um, is just another one in a long s- line, buddy. So they go down. They find out his body's disappeared. They don't yeah. know if they go, they go down, and, and uh, Shanna reveals that she set up all the jetpacks to explode. And right, right. then sorry, yes, she yeah. says what happened with Amandro, and he says I killed him. And they're like, well. Did you see the body? And he's yeah. like, "No, I didn't want to look at it." So they, but then they, they go, go out. No, to, we have to. Look we at have it. to look. <laughs> so they go down to check out the body, and they don't know if the body was taken away from mm-hmm. one of his, um, uh, one of his minions. Yeah, one of the mind control one of ladies, the, the, the black specter tattooed yeah. ladies. But it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. And Shayna is just like crying. She's so sad that uh, that. We don't know, or if he escaped. Assume, yeah. We assume that he escaped. We assume it's uh, Dead. Yeah. Even says there's no trace. Either his warriors bore him away, or he landed on his feet. Yeah. For all our efforts, his evil may yet return to plague us again. And uh, that is the that end. is that end of that, that story. We are done with the Mandrel, and um, next up, we are jumping to Marvel Team Up number twenty five. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. Yeah, yeah, we're doing Marvel <clears throat> Team Up Team Up number twenty five. Yeah, and I. This this one was written by Len Wayne, or Wine, or Ween. Ween, Len Wayne. Len, 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 Len Wayne. <laughs> it was written by Len Wayne, and yeah. this goes back to classic DD. We're talking like the style of this, the yeah. artwork. Jim the, Mooney is the artist. Yeah, um, it, it all goes back to, you know, 10 years ago, how Daredevil stories were told. Yes. And it's, it's, a, it's a fun little, you know, adventure. Yeah. Um, very simple, which is nice because we've been dealing with a lot of cosmic people. We've yeah, been dealing a with heavy, a lot of heavy stuff material. This is just kind of like a little, you know, 
little ro- not robbery, a, a kidnapping, a hold for ransom, mm-hmm. and a stopping the bad guys yeah. in a team up way. And, and we very see, simple. Yeah, we see the return of a, a, a team of uh, villains that we yeah, haven't seen. The since unholy trio, issue trio. 41, excuse I think me, unholy trio in issue forty-one. Yes, yeah. that's correct. And it is, of course, yeah, the unholy trio who are Monkey Man, Bird Man, and. Ape, no, ape, 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 ape Man. man. So, Sorry, it's Ape, ape man, man, Bird Man, and, and Cat, cat man. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they look like their names, mm-hmm. sort of. Cat Man doesn't really. I mean, he looks like a cat. He has a nice mustache. Yeah, he's got a mustache. Yeah, he mustache. was. Th- these guys were created by Wally Wood, weren't they? When he wrote issue eleven or whatever it was, back way back uh, when it was he. he yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he wrote issue ten and eleven, the first two part. Um, anyway, so Spider Man is just Spider-Man chilling. He's, he's hanging out. He's hanging out, reading he's complaining. a complaining. Com- yeah, he's reading. What uh, was the comic? It's it, crazy. Or crazy. Like yeah, he's yeah. reading a comic book, sitting in one of his webs, yeah. and he's just complaining about like, man, I don't know what it is, but you know, uh, I, I can't find any crime. Yeah. There's like, there's no crime going. There's nothing on. to do around. Nothing this town. to do in this slow New York <laughs> City. So, oh, and I don't know if you notice this, Jamie, or not, but right above Spider-Man, mm-hmm. there's a broken window. There is. And it, it's and there's no explanation, but no. it's just a broken window. And I think that alludes to the fact that Daredevil's probably broke, and Spider-Man have broken so many windows <laughs> that the people haven't had time to fix them yet. Yeah. You know, it's great. It's kind of funny because in, um, in, in our world, there was a whole thing of broken windows being a sign of, like, societal collapse and mm-hmm. crime being right. And it's like this... this kind of coded language of bad neighborhoods, broken windows, <gasps> everything must be bad. Whereas in the Marvel universe, yeah. it means that someone, a superhero was just coming by. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were visiting their friend. Who knows? But um, uh, so, so, so anyways. <laughs> so he's hanging out and, um, and oh, oh, Crazy is a real magazine, I think. I think it was is like it? the Marvel version of Mad because Mad is oh, a, okay. a DC. And, cool. And, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, he so, spots someone. Yeah, he spots so, a cat yes, burglar. Yes, he does. A, a literal, literal cat, cat burglar. burglar. Catman, has, Catman is carrying a purse. Because money a, was always kept in a purse. Yeah, he's carrying a nice satchel. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, he's walking very elegantly across some wires. Uh, power lines, right? Power lines, yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean, he's a cat. He can walk yeah. across anything. And he's going along. And um, Spider-Man says, oh, here we go. Something to do. Um, does he mention... Uh, Gwen Stacy at this point I can't remember at no no you, oh you're talking about saying nothing's been as fun since Gwen yeah. Stacy died yeah I think we read that in something like last okay I don't think it was this issue yeah no it was every like, now and then he mentions him this is a uh, um like the we're deep in, this is the like the start of the silver age was was often considered to be the moment when Gwen Stacy died so this is like we're uh, sorry right. bronze age this is like the we're out of the Silver Age. We're into the Bronze Age deeply. Do you think this is bronze? This is bronze, right definitely. Now? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was uh, issue. Because well, I thought bron- I thought bronze started in. Didn't it start in the early eighties? No, no. Bronze was, was early seventies through to the mid eighties. Oh, through to the mid eighties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is a, a we're in Bronze Age land now, which is. Fun. Have they started making the comic books smaller yet by this point? Yes. When, Silver Age were the bigger size ones. Okay, so all right. So when it hit bronze was when they made them smaller? Yeah, and I think it was because they were printing them themselves rather than just using the leftover newspaper. Newspaper. Or it might have just been like they were using less paper or something. So Yeah, well they're still made out of newspaper paper though. Yes. At this point. Yeah, they're still newsprint. Yeah. So anyways, um sorry for the tangent there, but 
you know, we like to talk. So, um, yeah. So, sp- shows. yeah. So, so stop <laughs> complaining, people. Jeez. <laughs> it's free. Come on. Let's talk about Batman for a while. No. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to talk about Batwing later. Batwing. Um, so, 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 uh, Catman is, he's on the, the telephone wires. Yeah. And Spider Man swings down, steals, the, uses his webbing to steal the purse full of uh, the satchel, search <laughs> the, the, the satchel the purse. Bag. Um, away from Catman, mm-hmm. and then just literally kicks him off the wires. Yeah, and just says, Let you explain yourself, son. Yeah, and they land on the ground, and they mm-hmm. have a little bit of a tussle. And yeah. while they're fighting, who shows up? But the interrupted other, by... Interrupted by the other hero in this this team-up magazine. Yeah. That would be Daredevil. Daredevil appears. And Daredevil, what does he do? He, he doesn't help Spider-Man. No. He, he starts, starts fighting he's Spider-Man. He's beating the crap out of Spider-Man. Yeah. And Spider-Man's like, whoa, hang on well, there, What's son. going on? One, I'm stronger than you. And yeah. two, what the hell are you doing? This yeah. is the bad guy. I'm the good guy. So they, they, they get into this, this fight. And um, while this is going on... Catman notices, okay... This is a perfect. I can take the money and run, but yeah. but oh, we, we should say that not only did uh, he take he didn't the just purse, grab the purse, the, the purse of money away, <laughs> Spider Man. He webbed it to the ground. <laughs> so Catman's there and he's trying to pick it up, he's and he's like, like oh, I can't get it, I can't get it. And so then he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. I need to run for my life. Yeah, I'm gonna let these lunatics fight each mm-hmm. other. And as soon as he gets out of ear side shot, Daredevil's like. All right, stop, 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 right, stop, right. stop, 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 yeah. stop. And this uh, this is the point where Spider Man's like, okay, enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I'm done. I'm done holding back on my punches. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna school you, but no. Uh, Daredevil's like, stop. Okay, I, did, I I had to fight you. Yeah, I did this so that way Catman could get away because you stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny, the funny part about this is is he convinces Spider Man that it's his fault. Yeah, he says, <laughs> so he does. you moron. Yeah, he's, you. he's like I purposely had him, you know, like I gave it, he tells him the whole story. Yeah. And then Spider-Man ended up messing it up. And so, yeah. this, so this is the story. This is the story. So, um, uh, there was, there's been a lot of, um, Suedo political kidnappings lately, I guess. And, uh, and, and Daredevil's explaining this to Spider-Man is like, and obviously you know, this Spider-Man, yeah, like, you, you, yeah. you, you know, what's going on. Um, but, but there was just there, reading crazy. So I'm right. Saying. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so there's this, uh, this young female named Gail Callen. Mm-hmm. And she's just been kidnapped mm-hmm. right in front of her two bodyguards. Mm-hmm. And there's a great moment, and it was Birdman who swe- sweeps down and kidnaps yeah. her. And uh, there's this great moment where the bodyguards, we, obviously one of them is the leader. Yeah. Because because <laughs> one bodyguard goes to the other bodyguard and says, oh, no, no so, so the bad one, the one that's not the leader, mm-hmm. you know, is, is going to take his gun out to, to fire. And, and yeah. uh, the smart one's like, stop it. You know, like for Pete's sake, put that away. You're liable to hit the girl. And, the, and, and, uh, he doesn't know what's going. The the stupid one doesn't know what's going on. He's like, well, yeah. "What's going on here?" And the other guard goes, "This is so funny." He goes, "It's a kidnapping, you jerk! What does it look like?" <laughs> um, they, they, they say something like, uh, oh, we, "We were ready for anything, yeah, except for except something coming from, from the, the air, uh, something up from the air." Um, so she's kidnapped, and Birdman and the Unholy Trio they hold her for ransom. Yeah. So they give uh, her, they father her father a call, who happens, happens to, to be, be friends with Foggy. Yeah, and at that moment, um, he's in Foggy's... Well, at this point, Foggy's wearing a suit, so I don't think Len Wayne got the... the they didn't tell him that he's in a hospital because he's back in, yeah. you know, back in his he office. Might, he, might have, he might be recovering at this point. He's he's had enough I time in so. a solarium and okay, yeah. So uh, Foggy and Matt are, are 
in the room when the phone call happens. Right. And they basically say, we want the money to be delivered by Matt because mm-hmm. he's because blind. Because Matt's blind, yes. And he can't ID who's doing this, even though Birdman just swooped in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we know it's Birdman, and yeah. we can put two and two together <laughs> two to get together. the Unholy Three. So Daredevil takes the man purse full of the money. Yeah. And gives it to Catman, yeah. and then Catman runs off. And the whole thing that Daredevil's planning on happening here, you know, was that he would lead mm-hmm. Daredevil to, um, because, you know, he was going to do, do a quick change and mm-hmm. then follow the Catman as he walked off and lead him to the whole group. Yeah. And Spider Man interrupted that by, you know, by trying to stop. stop. I, I know, what are you doing? What are you, it's it's so funny. It's so funny that, well, no, this is a team up book. I this know. is, so it's just so funny to me that for the whole rest of this issue, Spider-Man feels like, oh, this is my fault. I yeah. did something so terrible. And I'm like, dude, no, you did it. He was trying to help. <laughs> um, and then um, they, they, so this is, this is all explained. And then they go to the bag. And um, when they get in the bag, Daredevil detects some soil on there. Which no, is kind Spider-Man of, does. Was it Spider-Man? Oh, no, Spider-Man, he says it's there in Daredevil's... Sp- Spider-Man finds it, yeah. and Daredevil's like, let me see that. Let dirt. me see that. Let me have a look at that kid, Yeah, <laughs> which he knows yeah. upsets him. Yeah. Um, and he's able to detect the finer details of the soil. So he detects that there is some uh, other elements that uh, might be missed. It's not just regular soil. There's some salt or something, or there's some... There's some weird it's, stuff in it's, there. This is crazy. So, yeah. Which is weird because he, he brought the purse. So I, I know. It's kind of like Catman is either really filthy and just leaves he, dirt he, everywhere. I know. It was it was a little bit of a stretch here. Um, but, but anyway, so, he says, I, I think I know where they're being hidden. Yes. I think I know. Well, he, he took he took the, the dirt and he's looking at it on his fingers. And uh, with his remarkable radar sense, you know, they come straight into play. And his hypersensitive fingers, they div- you know, they find uh, that there's traces of sand sawdust there's a scent of salt water and lastly do you remember what the faintest odor was um desperation no stale popcorn oh that was right yes so they so daredevil is able to find all four of those things on this little piece of mud dirt and that's how he figures out okay i know where they're at and spider-man's like how how do you know like this is crazy and uh, Daredevil was like, don't worry about a kid. Yeah, don't worry about a kid. You've already messed up enough. I'm yeah. <laughs> so he, he says, keep up with me if you can. And they swing into action. Yeah, there's this great double page spread yeah. uh, of them just going to Coney Island. Yeah. And so, um, But but before um, they're there, we see a little clip of, uh, we cut into where Ape Man, Cat Man, and... Uh, the tied uh, up, the other fella, <laughs> Birdman. Birdman, got it. <laughs> and and uh, they, they, we see uh, Gale tied up, and Ape Man yeah. goes, goes, get, goes ape because mm-hmm. uh, Catman comes back and says, "I don't have the money." Um, Spider Man turned up, and it was kind of wild, uh, but I got away. I'm okay, and he's like, "You're an idiot," and I'm going to have to beat you, or we're going to have to kill this Gale now. And the girl, uh, Gale, screams because she's like, "Oh my god, I don't want to die." Um, and Daredevil and Spider-Man are swinging by Coney Island, and they, they just hear that. to be swinging by. Yeah, and they hear that, that scream. And uh, and it leads them to where they want to go. Now, they come up with a, a pretty nifty plan, which is uh, they're both going to burst in. And no, they don't do that. They do something quite smart, which is they uh, <laughs> they basically they um, Daredevil knock, does the classic fake knock on the door and uh, gets the... the 
distracts the bad guys inside. So he does a little knock, 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 and they open a door, and I think he's, there's no one there. <laughs> right, there's no one there. Yeah, and then um, they say, hang on a second, what's going on? And they turn around, and Daredevil kind of swings in, starts to fight, and while they're doing that, um, is it Birdman? Birdman has the gun, right? Yes, and it's a shooting. He, Birdman it's basically so, turns so, around and says, we're going to kill the girl, yeah, and, and starts he, firing. Yeah, and he literally turns and fires. Yeah, he doesn't and he's like, hold on, there's a web here. There's but, a huge but he's fired web. three times by this point. Yeah. And there's this big web, and so Spider-Man, while um, Daredevil distracted the, you know, the unholy trio, yeah. Spider-Man has swooped down and picked her up and taken her out. And there's a great panel where Spider, uh, this is a typical Peter Parker banter, Spider-Man mm-hmm. banter. There's a shot of him swinging through the air, carrying her Gale, and Gale's like, "Spider-Man, I, I don't know how to repay you." And Spider-Man's like, "Then don't bother. It'd probably put me in a higher tax bracket anyway." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant Spider-Man yeah. banter. So that so Daredevil then, be, which this is awesome because you know we're you know we're doing a Daredevil podcast, so Daredevil gets all the action here. Yeah, he's the one that you know goes in and beats the unholy he trio has fight, yeah. S- single-handedly, single-handedly takes out all takes out three, while Spider-Man gets to hold on to the you know. Yeah. Yeah. To the to the little lady. He completely knocks out Ape Man and he even detects that Ape Man's heart rate is yeah. dropping and is out for the count. Well, I should say Birdman is able to kind of get away. Birdman goes after Spider Man. Yeah. Catman runs because he's a coward. Yeah. And um But not but not after but but before that though, um Daredevil got some nice kicks in on everybody yeah. though. So Spider Man and, and Birdman have the shortest fight ever. They kind of like yeah, Birdman swoops off the Spider-Man. He goes, "Oh, you got sharp talons. I better be careful." And then just webs him. Yeah, <laughs> just like ties well, him but, up completely. But, but before he webs him, he swings over Birdman and rips his wings off. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. vicious. Yeah, rips off his wings. No, my wings. He's torn them completely off. No, the only source of any kind of power <laughs> that makes me in any way useful or interesting useful. gone. Uh, and um, and uh, Catman runs. Catman runs and hides out in a house of horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, thinks that he can take out uh, Daredevil in there. But um, Daredevil quickly makes short work of him, goes in there, senses where he is, beats him up, knocks him out, and then comes out and sees Spider-Man, and they're both like, great work. Hang on, where's Ape Man? Yeah. I thought you had Ape Man. No, I took... Anyway, Ape Man has come to and has grabbed Gale and is standing... And it doesn't even really talk about how he got Gale. No. It's basically Spider-Man put her, her up high because he. Oh that was yeah, safe. it was like you wait up here. Yeah, and you'll then, be safe here. You'll be safe here. <laughs> Peter Parker, just, or I'm sorry, Spider-Man just keeps messing up today. This is a terrible, it's terrible, terrible Peter Parker day. Yeah, yeah. Eight man comes and kidnaps her, and then there's this grabs great, her. Yeah, or yeah, I guess grabs her, kidnaps her again. Well, no, this time she's, he's going to kill her. He's like, yeah, I'm, he's just I'm, up I'm on, done with this. Yeah, I'm going to kill her. He's on top of a uh, roller coaster. Yeah, and, and he's holding and, her aloft. In one hand, he's yeah. holding her up in the air. It's a really cool little panel. Yeah, and Spider-Man and Daredevil at this point they kind of team up with this idea where one distracts while the other does something mm-hmm. and, and Spider-Man um, he shoots he his webbing says, yeah, down keep, keep talking to him yeah, it seems he, to be distracting he shoots him. his webbing down to grab the lever which gets the cars to go on the roller coaster yeah. and then the cars go up the roller coaster and hit um, uh, hit Ape Man in the yeah. back which makes him toss uh, Gale off the side and uh, Daredevil swoops down and catches Gale yeah. and all is well as they return as as the pl- right as the police show the up. The police arrive. Typically and then, after all the work's um, already been done. And then what happens when the police arrive is that Spider-Man says, I'm out of here because I'm still wanted by the police. So I guess oh, this that's is right. just yeah. after um, the, the Gwen Stacy stuff. Yeah. And, um, and one of the policemen says, wait, Spider-Man's getting away. And I think Daredevil says something like, Spider-Man? No, he was never here. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, that's it. That wraps up yeah. that little little story. Got a fun. 
It was it was fun. It was silly. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, like I said, it took us back to like the earlier days it of did. Daredevil. It really it did. did. It was like um, a, a Silver Age story with a Bronze Age style. But what I'm really excited about is issue 113 because right on the cover Sorry. is a big shot of the Gladiator. Me yes. and Jamie, we love the Gladiator. Yeah. yeah, some people make fun of his costume. I think it's great. Oh, I think, it's, am- I think it's amazing. It's great. It's colored differently in a couple issues here. I don't know what happened there. but Yeah, I think they get rid of the orange or something. Don't they? Yeah, bit, well, no, no, no they, made it, they went from yellow to orange, then back to yellow. Oh, I think right. it was okay. just a, a different colorist yeah. or something. So we're d- jumping straight into 113. 113, which We've, is good. Oh, I did... Uh, go back to that no. um gerber and bob brown again there's it's one of my favorite splash pages yes and i saw you posted this on twitter yeah and i i agree with you and and i'll go ahead you like it you talk about it okay there's two things that happen one we have a new blurb we have mm-hmm. a new hero oh, I introduction I love blurb, it which uh, would you like to read it oh yes i will okay so <clears throat> stanley presents i love that stanley presents daredevil the man without fear he dwells in eternal night, but the blackness is filled with sounds and scents, tastes, and textures other men cannot perceive. For though attorney Matt Murdock is blind, his other four senses function with superhuman sharpness. His uncanny radar sense guides him over every obstacle. Armed only with his billy club, his fighting skill, and his courage, he stalks the streets by night, a relentless, red-garbed foe of evil. Yes. So good. Yeah. So, so, so good. So this splash page has that at the top. It takes up maybe uh, an eighth at the top. And then it's a single image and it's, it's Daredevil. He's back, you know, he's in New York now and he's up on a building. He's way, way up. He's just crouching. There's a thunderstorm going on. There's rain pouring down on him. He's, get, he's just getting soaked, but he's just watching over and listening out, listening out and looking down on the sea. We see the Statue of Liberty off in the distance but it's it's a beautiful image it's just it's so it's interesting because it's bob brown mm-hmm. uh, who we've gone over as being like this 1950s uh, classical artist style very classical comic book artist. yeah and great inking on this great inking. yeah vince coletta, vince coletta does the ink here yeah. and but especially is, on this image this, this could yeah. be straight from the frank miller era even the dialogue that the the the, the uh, caption sorry everything about this is like so modern looking and so it could be any any comic book from 1974 through to 1987, this, this page. Right. And it's great. And it just has Daredevil poised, ready, listening, looking over his city. Um, you know, he's thinking back over the last few uh, days, I guess, or the, whenever it was, the yeah, last few weeks of the yeah, Mandrill. Yeah, we, we have a quick little recap of what happened with uh, uh, the Black Spectre yeah. and Mandrill. And we see a more violent uh, shot of the, the Zeppelin, the, the blimp going down in flames. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see a soldier comes over and, and says, thank you, it was tremendous, we, we all owe you. And he kind of goes off on him and says, you know, um, don't do, I don't want a medal, don't do me any favors. This mm-hmm. is just like, a, I'm, I'm kind of disgusted with right. everything that's happened here. And, and then we have a great page. This of, is lovely. I love it. Of, of you, know, you know, several times we've seen panels and, and full play, in full page splashes mm-hmm. where you see several images of Daredevil drawn in the middle of his swinging, you know, swinging little loops that he does where you'll see him far away, get closer. But this one, just the depth and yeah. and the way that his bodies are positioned and yeah. how, like, 
you, you literally, your eyes follow Daredevil doing mm-hmm. all these swoops, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, he swings down, swings around a, a flagpole, flag one pole. of his friendly flagpoles, oh, so and great. swings off. And then we see a great um, cigarette ad yeah. with the classic, the, the how good smoke is it? ring <laughs> cigarette Or ad. how good it is. How good it is. Um, and he swoops down yeah. through one of the rings and lands and is thinking about um, uh, when he said yeah, goodbye to Natasha. Yeah, because he sees a plane... Uh, yeah, he sees him. a plane off in the distance. Yeah, because Natasha's left. Commissioner O'Hara goes left. Yeah. Uh, Commissioner she- O'Hara says to him, you know, you're welcome back in San Francisco. Yeah. He has a moment where he says, you know, I know I always give you trouble, but because Because if you guys remember, the only reason he came to New York to begin with is because Foggy was shot. Yeah. So he, he wasn't necessarily planning to move back to New York. No. But this page just kind of solidified that he is now back in New York. Yeah, it says that he's staying there and everyone else has got San Francisco <laughs> has now become its own thing and they've all gone back and black widow gives him a little kiss on the lips before she leaves and yeah so now you know we are back in modern time daredevils dealing Mm -hmm. with his feelings for for black widow the whole mandrel thing and now you know he realizes he's back to his old life so we've closed that chapter Mm -hmm. on san francisco and all those people although black widow keeps coming back but yeah you know, that part of his life, at least to Daredevil, is over, and we are back to where I used to be with Foggy. Yeah. So we see him swing into his hotel. He's still living in a hotel. He swings into his hotel room and right just misses the, a phone. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. He, right, I was saying right as it rings, but then he picks it up and it doesn't get it yeah. in time. He, he, he misses a phone call and uh, wonders who that was and hopes it wasn't important. And we cut to Candice uh, Nelson. Yeah. Who is being with, interrogated by the FBI. She's been arrested. She's oh, been yeah, taken, being arrested. She's been yeah. taken into custody. The FBI have said, you know, you can call him. You'll have an, another opportunity to call him from headquarters. Yeah, you have to come with me and you have to bring your your papers, all mm-hmm. of your uh, journalist journalism work. And just as they're about to go, leave, um, the window, of course, shatters. Shatters, and in comes the gladiator, boom, and he just kicks the crud out of these guys. He yeah. uses his saw blades to, to cut the... Cuts uh, a gun in half. Yeah, to cut the gun in half. And, and then you have this brutal... Uh, oh, yeah. You posted this I posted one. this one. And in my opinion, this is the most gruesome brutal like the whole comics code thing Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know how they let this pass because you said you commented saying how it might be because he mentioned that he didn't cut too deep yeah but there's literally a shot of the guy from behind where where we see gladiator is obviously just trashed up his stomach with his blade yeah and there is blood just squirting everywhere yeah i mean it looks as if he, he says, you're lucky I didn't cut deep a bit. It looks like he's cut him in half, basically. Yeah, I know. There's enough guts and stuff coming out. That, so so we, don't, we don't know at this point, we don't know why Gladiator no. is, is, is killing these or hurting these FBI guys in, in, yeah. in kidnapping Miss Nelson. But, you know, he just, he just does it and he grabs her, grabs the grabs notes. the papers, the Salas papers. Right, and this them. is where he goes, the Salas papers, the Death Stalker was right. You did find them. Yeah. So we get a mention of somebody named the Death Stalker. Mm-hmm. And we get a mention of Salas and the Death Stalker. Yes. Salas should, should trigger some alarms to right. some, some readers. The Salas listeners. papers, the Death Stalker was right. You did find them. And he jumps, he out, jumps out the, out the window. window. <laughs> and uh, why not? Yeah. I think yeah. Candice probably screams because she says, uh, what are you doing? We're three stories up. But he uses his little blades to, to glide them down. And then we have a newspaper spinning. DA sister kidnapped from hands of FBI. And... Yeah, we 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 cut. It's like a few days later, maybe the next day. I can't remember, but it's like the the news is broke. Uh, Foggy's 
angry as hell. He's on the phone shouting at people. He's worried. He blames himself. And he says, you know, I, I, that, that all this stuff is coming up. The papers, she, she never told me what was in them. It was something to do with the work that she was doing at, um, at her college, uh, the School of Journalism at ESU. So, so Daredevil, or so, sorry, Matt. So Matt Murdock's like, I got to figure this out. I need to know what's going on. I'm going to go to the university. I'm going to go find, uh, yeah. I guess, her teacher or her, her professor. Her professor. Yeah. Or was it his counsel, her counselor? I don't know. Or, well, whatever. She goes, he goes to the college and finds... Academic advisor. That's yeah, nice. That's right. Academic advisor. Mm-hmm. Dr. Charles uh, Lang. Lang, yeah. Lang. Who, I don't know, L-A-I-N-G. And yeah. uh, I thought, oh, is that someone important? It's not really. It's just no, this guy. It's, it's not. But but he lets Matt know what those papers are all about, what um, Candace had discovered. Yes. And uh, what she'd been working on, what she'd uncovered was a secret government program um, to produce pollution-breathing monsters. Um, the idea was that they could use this to up um, uh, pollution... To, to up manufacturing and up uh, industry, industrial work to the point where the pollution wouldn't be an issue because these monsters come along and take out all of the toxins from the environment and keep the cycle going. Right. So it's a very environmental thing. She uncovers this, but it was uh, it was put on hold, but she discovered that it was still, it was kind of funded, the college was being funded through the government. So there's like all these weird uh, backdoor dark money moments that she uncovered. And she found a bunch of the files to suggest that not only what did that happen and the, the project supposedly got put on hold, but that there was something continuing with the project. So she started to investigate it and um, she was going to make it public when, and that's when we have the FBI coming in and all of these people suddenly getting interested. Um, and she said that her research took, uh, that the, uh, Professor Lang says the research took her to uh, Florida. There was some stuff mm-hmm. going on in Florida, and there was a chemist named, uh, I can't remember his first name now, is it Thomas? Thomas Salas? Uh, she, she mentions a, a chemist called Salas, and he vanished mysteriously a year or so ago in the Florida Everglades. Uh, he'd gone into seclusion to work on another project and never returned. And um, Matt leaves, and you know, he's thinking about why the gladiators involved and says it's interesting, but you know, he's been, he's been involved in some dodgy stuff recently. He hasn't been his usual cheery gladiator yeah, itself. They talk about the skyjacking. Yeah. Back in 88, I think. Uh, it was. Yeah. Daredevil 88. And, um, uh, Matt phones up foggy and says, yeah, something's going on in the Everglades. I'm going to head down there. And, um, <laughs> like foggy's response is you're blind. You're blind. What, what could you hope <laughs> yeah, to do? And he's <laughs> like, just, just trust me, just sit back and relax and get, get well again, which right. I guess it's like you said, he was in his suit last one, but he's right. back in his dressing gown in this one. Yeah. Um, and he heads to uh, a place it, called Citrusville. Yeah. It goes down to Florida, Citrusville mm-hmm. population, 16,447. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, um, and he, Theodore. Yeah. It's Ted. Salas. Yeah, his investigation, it takes him to a local radio station and newsman disc jockey, Richard Rory. Richard Rory. Who is based on, um, I don't know if you, you did any reading up on this, he's uh, uh, Gerber. That's Ger- who Gerber, this character is based is, on Gerber. Is based on Gerber. Yeah. That's why poor Richard, man. He's he gets a, he's gets a, he's not, he's not in for a good little uh, no. <laughs> Richard Rory's there, and he kind of says, "Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a disc jockey, but I'm also like an investigative disc yeah. jockey, I guess." And um, so he takes her to. So he, sorry. He, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say he mentions um, nobody really knows about what happened to uh, Professor Salas mm-hmm. or Ted Salas. He vanished. 
Around about the time that the Man-Thing man showed so up. Giant-sized yes. Man-Thing started popping up. And, and, I, and I love, there's a moment where, uh, where <laughs> Richard's like, don't laugh, this is real. And he's yeah. telling this to Matt because he just assumes Matt's going to think this whole story is just kind of mm-hmm. bogus. And he, he says, you know, when Man-Thing first appeared and, and Matt goes, uh, what? What? Excuse me, what do you, what do you say <laughs> yeah. now? It's like man thing, you know, it's, it's a, a monster. monster. He lives in the Everglades. Don't laugh. It's real. It's real. And um, he says, okay, I'll take you out to the hut where we last know that Ted Salas was. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, we'll drive out in my nice VW van, my camper right. van, and we'll go and investigate. And as soon as they get out of the van, Daredevil's radar senses are going crazy. Yeah. And he realizes that Gladiator is there. Yeah, not just Gladiator. Candice. Y- yes, he, he yeah. sees both yeah. of them with his senses. Mm-hmm. He, he, he spots both of them are in the shack, the empty shack. And um, Gladiator just comes running out and says, I, ah, I thought I heard a car. And basically knocks Rory, out. Richard Rory, he out. Punches him, the, punches him in the back of the head. <laughs> and Matt, and then Matt goes running. And, Dare, yeah. and, and Gladiator's like, oh, he's just a blind man. It's okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't blind man in every place. An alligator will eat. Yeah, him. I don't need to worry about him. So he drags... Yeah. He drags Richard um, across the grass, and as they make it about halfway back to the cabin, what happens? The Gla- billy club. Yeah, Gladiator gets um, the billy club gets swooped around his ankle and and trips him up, and then Daredevil and Gladiator have a nice, fun little tasty yeah. fight. It's pretty good. It's one of those. Oh, yeah. we, we we get to see again why you know Gladiator. Whenever Gladiator and Daredevil fight, they have this great moment where. They don't really do the banter. They don't really like back and forth with each other. And Daredevil doesn't do the pouncing around. It's basically brute strength against agility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gladiator does his usual thing, which is that he's just throwing these heavy, heavy punches. And it's Daredevil's just about missing them. And um, he gets a good kick in. He gets a kick with his, you know, he has those blades mm-hmm. on his legs. And he kicks Daredevil's uh, thigh, I think it is, and manages to get a cut in. Yeah, he does. I, I love it, and it even pops up next issue too. They 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 yeah. kept it in there about yeah. how he got a little lot of little piece of skin on the on yeah. the calf, and then so he 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 catches his leg, which stops Dedo from leaping around, and then he lifts he, he slashes up with his arm and cuts a the, tree branch, a tree branch, a pretty thick branch yeah. that drops down on Daredevil and kind of knocks him out, and um, they start he starts closing in on him, and then we hear a voice off panel. That says, uh, you know, excellent work, uh, Gladiator. You've you've proved yourself worthy as my servant, right? And uh, and <laughs> I love Gladiator. It's like, what? Oh, it's you. Oh yeah. Oh, it's you. Yeah. And um, and and we see this is the last page of the issue, and, and oh, we see, we see the Death Stalker for the first time. Yeah. And you know, he's pointing at Daredevil, saying, "Kill him!" And and Gladiator is over the top of Daredevil. Death Stalker looks a little bit like Mister Fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got a he's got like a dark kind of face that's hidden under mm-hmm. a cloak. Yeah. And and big collar on the. It almost looks like he's got a cowboy hat on, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a big cape. big collar on his cape. Yeah, he's and got like a skull. Skull. Yeah. Belt and yeah. He, he looks super cool. Yeah. Um. He says, you know, obviously he gives his name by saying, "I'm the Death Stalker," but but in the trees. Between this, 
is the first time we see man thing as well. Yeah, man thing just suddenly creeping. They don't talk about him. He's just kind of there as kind of like an Easter egg for what's going to happen in the next issue. Yeah. It's, it's kind it's, of fun. It, it is very fun. Yeah, and I like the dialogue as well where um, Gladiator says, uh, you know, he, he says, okay, so we've got Daredevil. What do you want him alive or? And Deathstalker is like, when will you learn? The Deathstalker shows no mercy. Yeah. All, Kill him. Uh, until next issue when he shows a lot of mercy. He shows a lot, yeah. He says, hang on, we so, probably shouldn't do anything. So, so this <laughs> takes us to... 114 which, 114, which was my favorite issue of the ones that we're covering today. Yeah, it's a good and, one. And I... <laughs> okay, so we literally take off exactly where we left off on the last issue. Yeah, it's just a different interpretation of poise. the last... Yeah, it's a different interpretation of the last panel yep. of the last issue. And this is where Man-Thing swoops in and he catches Gladiator's hand and is holding it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the writing style really changed on this issue. Yeah. I, and it was super noticeable, and I liked it. And I, yeah. and, and I don't like who was the I'm blanking on his name. Who was the author that I always say was so wordy, who had three different things going on at the same time? Um, it was Conway. Yes, Conway. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so much dialogue, or not dialogue. There, there's so much um, story in, in these pages, and, mm-hmm. and and so much explanation of feelings and stuff. But it's all focused. Yeah. It's not different things happening happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's all talking about the moment and the feeling, and it just kind of flows and goes together yeah. so nicely. You and, get a real sense that Gerber enjoys writing man thing stories. Yeah, as and, well. and and I'll be honest, like over like like I'd say at least six or seven pages at the beginning, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, nothing happens except yeah. for man thing grabbing Gladiator's hand, mm-hmm. Death Stalker kind of watching it and mm-hmm. daredevil wincing in pain and they literally covered that in like six pages and you're saying how is that possible yeah. but it's it's it reminded me of like a swamp thing book and i know that sounds terrible just because man thing is like <laughs> it's like marvel's version of swamp thing pretty yeah. much but it but just it, it, i don't know like it, it was neat and taught and i love the part how so he's holding uh um, he grabs gladiator's, he grabs gladiator's arm, arm and the pain that is shown that Gladiator's feeling here. He's feeling so much pain. Because and why is that? What is? What it's is burning. The, why is that though? What? What do you mean? Well, it's because um, he, he feels fear and whatever. Yeah, yes, yes. Fear oh, okay, I see. I see what you mean. Burns yeah. at it, the it, man it, thing's touch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it just is. It's it's hurting. It's it's hurting him. Yeah. It's hurting him. And it's kind of cool because because you know Gladiator has a full face mask except for his eyes, but you see a lot of the you see the fear in his eyes. The way it's drawn, you see him freeze up you see he's gone from like my pleasure i'm going to kill this guy to being like oh my god what is this thing and right the the the, the drawing of his face looking as he as he notices yeah, what it's great. His first time and so so eventually he lets go of gladiator's hand yeah well what happens is that we, um, um daredevil comes to and he senses he's he, he comes to and there's three people there but he only senses one heartbeat and he's like i i must something must be wrong because this is right there's yeah like, he, there's death stalker who's just doesn't have any heartbeat mm-hmm. at all yeah. there's the man thing who doesn't even register as being right. a human or any kind of humanoid thing right. and then there's a gladiator who's in pain and while this is going on Death Stalker is shouting out use your other use arm use your other arm right use your other arm so, so he takes his other arm and, and slices man thing across the stomach which uh-huh. which makes it so he releases the, the grip that he had no on, he's still he's still on, holding on because what happens is that the blade gets caught up um, his blade gets caught up and he says that it's not even there's nothing there it's just like mush and then um, it takes Deathstalker actually coming over 
and Deathstalker comes over and touches. Oh, okay, you're right. Man right you're thing, right. Yeah, which drops him. You know, he has it, the, yeah, he has it happens in simultaneously in simultaneous yeah. panels. Yeah. But yeah, so so he drops it, and there's a great shot of his arm just burning and sizzling. Yeah. Fr- Ugh, from it's the grip, so horrible. And uh, so Man Thing starts to do a slow kind of creep over to Deathstalker. Yeah. And Deathstalker, it, he always talks about the his he has the death touch. Yeah. The touch of death, and he goes in and just kind of. I doesn't really explain it, but he just hits Man Thing, and Man Thing gets knocked over and is out for the count. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because of, of you know this is a decent, this is a Swamp Thing thing because of the green life in him or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, literally, all it took was just one touch, and Man Thing goes down. Um, and then that's when Daredevil's kind of finally coming too, yeah. and he goes in to attack Deathstalker. But what happens? He punches him in the face, but it just goes through nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. His face there. disappears. It's just a cold, yeah, it's, it's, cold it, 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 chasm. Right, and and oh, it, there's so much great explanation of of how he feels, and and Daredevil he takes his hand out, and mm-hmm. it's shaking, and, and we see, and and these yeah. are these are great from Brown, like th- these facial expressions and stuff, and you know, and Daredevil's like, oh, like oh, it hurts so bad, mm-hmm. and. And Deathstalker swoops in, and and you know with his death touch and Daredevil, it, it, I love it because in the middle of this fight, Daredevil had forgotten that his leg was cut up oh, yeah. from Gladiator, and then he, he remembers. Goes, and he goes, "Ow!" That's <laughs> all I remember. Um, <laughs> so and so, but, and Deathstalker basically says, "Look, yeah, we could leave you here, and you're even going to get eaten by gators. Uh-huh. You're going to get infected and die, right? Or you know maybe you get away, but I doubt it." So you're, you're of no yeah. use to us right now. And Daredevil well, grabs the, yeah, the branch, the branch that, fell th- that fell on him. And he mm-hmm. picks it up and he swings it at Deathstalker. And all that happens is it's just when it hits him, it's like it's, he's hitting an empty cloak. Yeah. Because he disappears, leaving the cloak behind. Mm-hmm. And this and part was a reappears. little... He reappears with the cloak back on. Yeah. So it's like he can well, draw... Well, the hat. He's got the hat. No, the, he's got the, the whole cloak. He's got the collar. I don't know if he has the cloak. Well, Maybe, no, because he has just the collar. Just the collar. Yeah. Oh, okay, so the he collar is, the, is separate from the cloak. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's not, it's, very, clear. It, it's not very clear. He's but a death stalker. He's he's a, he, yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And and at this point, I love this moment. Death stalker reaches down and and and, Just and gently and gently on the shoulder and does the death touch. Yeah. And it makes Daredevil go crazy. Yeah. He drops his shoulder. It it's it feels like it's turned to ice. Yeah, it's great, Ryan. It's gone about so how, numb. You know, I mentioned feels Daredevil like lives dying. in darkness, but this is a different kind of darkness. Yes, it's oh, like it's a, so good. Yeah, so he drops to the ground. Man, thing's still out. Gladiator is like, I don't know what's going on. This is all very confusing. Yeah. That thing was it, burning me. Why didn't you help me? And Death's all just yeah. Hurt. I just wanted to see what he was doing. Right, yeah. and then in typical, you know, villain, uh, villain. Uh, uh, protocol. I'm gonna kill Daredevil later. Yeah. So you know, so pick him up, <laughs> pick him up, and takes him back to and, I guess the cabin. Yeah, and pick up that guy lying in the grass, whoever that is. Yeah, the guy who drove Daredevil here. Yeah, pick him up. Yeah, and I like it's once again you have Gladiator always does this where he gets in with groups of people, and he's kind of working for them. But then you know you'll see him his inner thoughts and his thought bubble is always like. Once I get a chance, I'm going to smack the hell out of this guy because he's getting on my nerves. But I'm just really curious to see where this is going. So he's sort of thinking there's something weird about this guy because just a minute ago he was telling me to kill Daredevil and now he's telling me that he, to bring him to the thing and I don't get it. I don't get this guy's working, mm-hmm. you know, his, his methods. So they, they carry um, Daredevil and um, Richard Rory into the cabin where Candice is in, already tied up and they tie them to chairs and they talk about how 
you know, they they say, do these guys know anything about the Salas papers? And she she convinces them not. So it's like, okay, well, we're going to go and find the papers. Or no, they've already have the papers. So they say you're you're, you're coming with me, um, and we're going to leave them here. And uh, b- but before that happens, we cut to. New York. Yes, and Foggy gets Foggy's a phone pacing. call. He assumes it's Matt Murdock because he's been waiting to get updates on his sister. Yeah. And it turns out to be Black Widow. And this, this is literally just a little two-page interlude moment here yeah. where Black Widow's like, um, is uh, is Matt there? I, Matt need there? To, I need to talk to him. And and, and <laughs> it's funny, Foggy's like, no, get off the phone. Yeah, I need, but, the, I need yeah, the line I need, open. Yeah, get See off the later. phone. Bye. And then so she hangs up and she's talking to Ivan. This is obviously in San Francisco mm-hmm. where she's still at. And she's like, oh, I was so stupid. Everything is just, I got all these feelings with all that's been going on. And, and Ivan hugs her. And then she's like, no, get away. I got to I gotta think. Yeah. Well, he, she says, uh, he wasn't there, but I said to call us back. And he's like, well, how? We, we're not at the house anymore. We're phoning, yeah. we're phoning from a payphone. Right. And she goes, oh, I wasn't thinking. And then she <laughs> throws her coat, says, pick that up. Yeah, pick it up. I I'm going to go swing around and clear my head. And, and, and he's like, Okay, sure, kid. Whatever. Yeah. See you back in. Right and that and, and that was a whole that, that whole little bit was so they can put Black Widow on the cover again, a little picture of her. But. Yeah, exactly. Keep it. And then we cut back. to Yes. The, and that, that's when back we have to the cabin. Yeah, we have gladiated basically Sam. What what we've been saying, which is <laughs> uh, they, they're they're taking candies and uh, leaving the other two there. And he's like, I don't understand. I mm-hmm. thought we you were going to kill him. Yeah. So but you said don't kill him. We're going to question him. They're both unconscious. We've brought them back here. We've tied them up. And now we're leaving. We haven't questioned them. What's going on? And he's like, ah, Miss Nelson says it. they don't know anything. It's fine. I trust and be, her. And because and because I trust her, I'm going to take her out because she's the only one that I need. And you can kill these other two. Yeah. And this is a great moment. One of the like I said, I really like this issue. But so obviously Daredevil is unconscious. Mm-hmm. So Gladiator is talking to somebody that doesn't hear him. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, you know what? This is a shame. Like yeah. this is, I feel so bad killing you like this. I would have much rather killed you in battle. I'd but yeah, but but I, you know, this is I've got to follow orders. So that's what yeah. I'm doing. So he 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 covers the place in gasoline, lights mm-hmm. a match, and then takes off. And and the flames make Daredevil senses, which are obviously so strong, react and yeah. wake him up. Yeah, it's, it's <clears> overloading me. his senses because he can right. feel the heat, he can smell the smoke, he can smell the gasoline. So so he 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 wakes up, he's able to, to untie the knot, get out of the chair, grab the guy that drove him down. Yeah, and, Richard Rory. Richard Rory. Grab Richard, Richard Rory, jump out of the building as debris is falling just before um, you know it explodes or it finishes burning down. Yeah. And then when he goes outside, he puts Rory down on the ground. <laughs> and who's there? The man thing, man thing holding Gladiator, and we mm-hmm. don't get any explanation. Don't need any. Gladiator Love it. Out He's just count. out. Man thing is dropping and uh, dropping mm-hmm. him off like thud. Like this is you know, I stopped him. Here he is. Here's for you. He turns around and walks away, and that's the last time we see Man Thing. Yeah, listen, to, this is great writing. Yeah, he must have <laughs> run from the shack directly into that thing's arms. Daredevil's reasons, but how? Dd wonders. Did the monster survive Deathstalker's touch? And the answer, though, D.D. will never quite realize it, is death can come only to something which is alive. And a man thing is neither alive nor dead exactly. He simply is. And what's funny about it is because that's why I was wondering when I mentioned earlier. Yeah, about how, the green. Yeah, well, we'll know about how. Well, yeah, because he went down so quickly with yeah. the touch. And maybe he was playing possum. Yeah. I, I don't know. But so, so really all man thing did, which is so great in these two issues that he's in, is walk up. Grab Gladiator's hand, let go of Gladiator's hand, 
get touched, fall down, and then in this issue, he's carrying Gladiator and drops him and yeah. walks off. Yeah. It's so cool. I don't know why the mystery behind it. It's fantastic. It's, it's just it's it's really neat. And we do learn in the the panel directly after this, just before Manfin squishes away, walks away, is that that the man thing is actually Ted Salas, right? Know? Which doesn't come into play, but it, it is no. a nice little tidbit uh, yeah. for the reader to know. Yeah. And then we cut to um, uh, Richard Rory's awake, and Matt's talking to him, and he's like, "I don't understand how we got out of there. Who drove us?" And <laughs> yeah, Matt says, oh, "Oh, don't worry about the sheriff it." Sheriff said it, he found it, us. Yeah, in the car. It's, it's it's best not to worry. <clears throat> yeah, and he so, says, "Well, thanks. That was great. Um, I know we almost got killed, but it was actually really exciting for me to." Be involved in a story, and uh, Matt phones up Foggy, Foggy, and F- Foggy's like, "Finally, thank you." But um, you know, we, we're seeing really close-ups in these panels, yeah. And he gives Daredevil a clue because he does. when he calls Foggy, he drops a little something. He does. He he says that uh, when you and Daredevil come back from Florida, mm-hmm. um, you know, we can talk and figure all this out. And yeah. then he hangs up, and automatically Matt goes, "Hold on a second. He doesn't know that Daredevil's in Florida. Yeah, he does. So he's dropping some type of a hint he's because on the clue. very last page we see a splash page. Foggy was actually tied up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, Candice. Candace, his sister, is on the couch next to next to him, also tied up, and Deathstalker's leaming over with his yeah. fingers. Hanging up the phone. Hanging up the phone. And <laughs> you handled yourself perfectly. Thank yes. you, Mr. Nelson. Thank and, you. And Nelson's thinking, hope, hope Matt got my chance. I was, yeah. Well, he did, because now we're jumping to issue 115. 115. Which is the last issue that we're going to cover today. Yeah, and it's pretty great. Night of the Death Stalker. Death stalks the city. Yes, it does. And the first page is, once again, kind of a redo of the last page of the last issue from a different angle. Same artist, Bob Brown. But time has passed. Time has passed, although it doesn't seem like it has. No, it's kind of jarring, (laughs) but we, we, we know that time has passed for one reason. Because Daredevil is standing right outside the window looking in about to jump in and break the glass so we're talking flying back from florida taking the bus getting all that stuff yeah (laughs) it's a it's a schlep it is a schlep but um yeah so daredevil jumps in and tackles the nighthawk nighthawk (laughs) the death stalker he jumps in and tackles the death stalker and just like before when he tried to hit him with that Mm -hmm. log death stalker just disappears and all that's left is the cloak and there's this ha 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 laughing in the background and he appears uh, behind Matt, uh, still wearing the window ledge. still wearing the cloak. Still so that's cloak. why I feel like he's a cloak dropper. Yeah, it's like but the cloak vanishes in the in the the, the panel. Where, is that a vanish? Uh, it's kind of vanish. Well, it's, it looks like it's kind of okay. Yeah, like you can see through bits of it, and you can it's, some of it's solid you, and some of it. Maybe it's like his body vanishes, and, the and then the clothes follows. vanish second. Yeah, so he's naked he's for like naked for, a, for like two or three seconds, yeah. and then the clothes come back. But you're on. not looking at him, so no. He can't. <laughs> Um, and then he says, you know, um, I'm going to leave now, even though you could take all of them out quite easily, it seems. Yeah. He says, I'm going to leave now, but uh, make no mistake, um, when you die, it will be by my hand. He jumps down and Matt, <laughs> I love that Matt is like, I'm going to leave you guys tied up here. I'll be right back. Um, <clears throat> and he jumps out the window, swings down, and Deathstalk is waiting at the bottom and says, I knew you'd try and follow me. So, right. um, and Daredevil charges at him and he, get, he gets grabbed. He and does. He the, gets the yeah, the death touch again. Yeah, the death touch, and, but, and it's great image because uh, Daredevil screams out in pain and kind of drops to his knees. And it's Bob just, Brown's facial expressions are yeah. so on point. And his body work is pretty good as well. Oh right? no, it's really I'm really digging Bob Brown, but I mean specifically yeah. though his facial expressions. Yeah. Even on the very next, 
or what happens next is a cop shows up and that's yeah. why a beat cop is walking by. Yeah, and that's why um he's not able to finish the kill on Daredevil. Yeah. He has to he has to leave. But the cop shoots his gun in the air and says, Hold it right there and then the Deathstalker starts walking towards him, so he opens fire and the bullets aren't doing anything. It's getting closer and closer and just before he touches the policeman, uh, the Billy Club swings around yeah. Deathstalker's hand and, and snags and, and, him. And, and it's this is a really interesting moment to me because I'm still trying to figure out Deathstalker's powers, mm-hmm. and he catches the arm. He fl- he flicks him, and Deathstalker goes flying through the air. Mm-hmm. And as he's through the air, you can see his body still there. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, Daredevil jumps, you know, while he's still mid air, yeah. and he disappears again. Yeah. So it's like his disappearing happens. I I don't get it. Like, well, he don't, there, there is a moment where Daredevil realizes something, and he realizes that. In order to do the death touch, he can't be vanishing. He has to be, he, he can't use both of his powers at the same time. Right. So he realizes that, you know, if you can stay away from him, he can't use the death touch. Mm-hmm. If he uses the death touch, you can get a hit. So I'm guessing what happened here was, yeah, he caught him off guard enough yeah. that he was able to get him on a solid form. Yeah, because so, once, he, once he gets back, his he, he senses back, he kind of, gra- Daredevil pulls him down, jumps up and grabs him from behind and is holding him for a little while. And then he vanishes, and then we see the, the cape vanish. So he's naked for a couple of seconds okay. somewhere. So, so okay, so it happens. Okay, it happens yeah. a little bit after the grab. So he yeah. actually gets the body for a little. Yeah, bit. it seems like it because he's kind of you wrapped know, up. What in what, it. what what a cool character, Deathstalker though. I love the death touch. I mm-hmm. think I think it's neat. I also love the fact that it's not as simple as I touch you, you're dead. Yeah. It's something that takes some time. Yeah, it's kind he of needs like a. To, yeah, he needs to hold you for a little while. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long. We'll say 10 seconds of death touch is what yeah. kills somebody. So it's not immediate. I love that. And the vanishing part is pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a teleporting type thing. But I don't know. Just yeah. a neat character. And he looks cool. I like yeah. the de- I'm a Death Stalker fan, everybody. Yeah. Um, I read ahead because t- I, w- I really wanted to know who he was because I was curious. Well, don't tell. Don't I tell, won't. Don't tell, I'm, I'm excited to, to follow the journey because yeah. he does come I, back a few times. Yeah, I like the Death Stalker. <clears throat> so anyway... Um, the police is he going to be? Thank the, you. He could be Daredevil's arch nemesis. Well, I mean, it's a good run. I could see it. I could see. I could see it happening. It's a possibility. Jamie. I think it's a great possibility. I think Daredevil's due for an arch nemesis. Yeah, it feels I feel like he so. hasn't had one. Yeah, right now we've got Stilt Stiltman, and while Stiltman is great, I don't think he has the longevity or no. you know the, the brilliance to be an arch nemesis. But I like him. But he's the one that's been sticking around, popping up the most here and there. He is, isn't he? If we go back, actually, if we go back, isn't the Gladiator the oldest? Or no, uh, no, Stillman came up before Al, Gladiator. Al would be. Well, he his, came in issue three. Yeah, Al is his but, longest. But, Al, but he is as long as. But he only pops up every so yeah. often, and he's Stiltman, just angry every time. <laughs> right, Stillman makes a lot more appearances. Yeah, Gladiator probably has the second most appearances at this point. I yeah. should go back and and check and see who's appeared the most. I but think Deathstalk is getting up there now. Is is third issue, second issue, third <laughs> issue, third issue. Yeah, no, it, no, because Stiltman's been way more than that. Stiltman's been in at least eight, at least eight. Really? Yeah, I would say four or five. No, that, okay, no. eight. eight. We'll go eight. He's eight. he's been in eight. Just trust yeah. me, Jamie. Okay. So anyway, so um, so Daredevil thanks <laughs> Daredevil thanks, thanks the, the cop, cop for saving his life. Swings away, changes yeah. into Matt on the window ledge. Snaps his billy club together, billy club. goes in and knocks on the door, has to play blind dumb. Says, well, who's in He's there? Like, oh, uh, hello, hello. And then Foggy, Foggy's is that like, you? yeah, come on in, come on in, Matt. And then so Matt guides, or Foggy guides Matt with his voice. And yeah. He gets, he unties them, unties frees them. them. They, they quickly go over everything. Yeah, we do a nice little recap of the story. Yeah. Um, and then, and then once again, 
Um, after this recap of the story, well, first I should say, after the recap of the story, there's one little panel at the bottom where yeah. Foggy's like, we got to call the cops because yeah. my sister's want to drop a dime yeah, on sis. Yeah, she, she's wanted by the FBI. I'm a, I'm the DA. I got to do everything like, that's you right. You wouldn't do that. But before we get any more explanation, we do a cut to San Francisco where Ivan is looking through the classifieds. Jeez. We don't see, most likely for a job, we don't know. Black Widow just kind of hanging out being the annoying, you know, annoying doing little acrobatics sister. on yeah, the bench. Saying, oh, come Come on, Ivan. Have you found anything yet? What's going on? And Ivan's like, "Pipe down, woman. I'm trying to find something." And then that's it. And, that, and once again, this is the whole reason. This is all we see Black Widow in this issue. It's just so we can throw her on the cover just again. So they can say, "I'm Black Widow," featuring Black. Yeah. Widow. Um, then we cut to Matt and Candice have convinced Foggy not, not to, to. I know not to call to the police. Dime. And he's and like, Foggy "I think this is a terrible, terrible this idea. Is terrible. I got to think about my career. Who on, cares guys. that you're my I'm sister? I'm harboring a criminal. We're gonna get." <laughs> Charged after the fact, accessories after the fact, and the and best says, part like, is, oh, sorry, go no, ahead. I say the best part is Focky's eventually like, I tell you what, you stay, Matt, you keep her, and I'm going to go so I can still play dumb. Yeah. So that way, my career is fine. Exactly. I don't, he says, I don't okay, care about you. I'm putting you guys up in a hotel room. You stay here. Yeah, you stay here. I'm out. And um, <clears throat> he says, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and, and find out more about this. I'm going to. She's safe here. You stay here, and there's no way I'm going to let you out because you're blind. So right. Um, and then Candy's kind of flirts with Matt a little bit, and he says, "This isn't the time." And she goes, "Oh, come on! It's it's how I'm dealing with all yeah. of the stress and all of that. And uh, if I don't make a joke of it, I'll start crying." And he goes, "I know. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just you know trying to work out who the deaf stalker is. I'm trying to work out what those papers are. And can you give me any ideas?" And she she starts to talk about how the idea of the uh, pollution eating monsters was um although on paper it's a, a good idea i mean it's bad for the planet but it could help but it was like being used to to increase industrialization so she didn't like that mm-hmm. but they also discovered that the the government was still going ahead with it because they were trying to develop um um bacteriological agents that were the uh, people who were immune to bacteriological uh, uh, warfare right so it was the idea of creating this army of monsters that wouldn't be affected by biological weapons and um and the the army was still working on it so that's why she's like i'm just you know this is this is deep and heavy and i'm having a real tough time getting through all this and i'm glad you're here and he says oh okay um that's good to know well why don't you wait here i'm yeah. just gonna go out and she's like what the? i gotta go check my mail and she and we have her thought bubble and, yeah. and she's like okay i know you're not really doing that Matt, yeah but, but whatever i wish you trusted me so, so he goes up to the roof yeah, and changes. He, he does a quick change uh, and he goes, gets the, he gets the idea that if they're gonna be doing some chemical stuff maybe he should start checking chemical plants in right and around new york and they do a nice little name drop here we find yes, out hey, it's there, great there's this um old um closed down um yeah what is it like a chemi- a, it's a chemical, like plant. chemical plant that was closed down mm-hmm. when uh, norman osmond was killed a while back yeah it mentions norman osmond yeah. and he says oh look there's an old plant and yeah. yet the the chimneys are still f- smoking mm-hmm. something's going on in there unless someone's bought it recently and started up production again. That's right. suspicious. So Daredevil swoops down, and sure enough... Yeah, he sees him down there. He sees Night Stalker and, and, and uh, some other doctor who he yeah. assumes is just somebody who's some helping chemist. him. Yeah, because he realizes that they have he, to have a... a, a um, somebody a, who knows uh, how to... An example. So yeah, they, they're going exa- yeah. to have a test sell subject. They're going to right. Daredevil and, does another window crash. He jumps down right onto... 
you, you know, you know where the, when the Joker falls off. Yes, into the, uh, Ace is, Chemicals. Yeah, Ace Chemicals. This is exactly like that. You're on yeah, a little catwalk that goes over the top of these big pits of acid uh-huh. chemical stuff, and yeah. so that's where the fight happens. And uh, Daredevil is finally kind of figured out a good way to stop death stalker yeah. and they fight it out and he, it's it's all about quickness it's like hit yeah. and run it's like get yeah, out he of mentions there that you and, can't use the two powers at the same time right exactly this, this yeah he so he goes and you know you know captures him up <clears throat> or well he's he's up above a hydraulic acid pit and yeah. is kind of jumping and and getting higher and higher and then he realizes that the death stalker is coming in to do the touch so he kicks his legs away and um jumps up and then He's like, you know, I've got to keep moving. I've got to keep moving. Deathstalker keeps appearing. And just as he's about to touch him, that's when every time he's about to touch right. him, that's when Daredevil strikes. Yeah. So he is it's, about it's, to it's touch pretty him. clever. It's yeah. cool. It's neat. It's good. But he realizes there's only so much real estate in this place and it's kind of dangerous. And, you you know, I have to keep moving. And uh, just as he's about to touch him, he wraps the billy club around the, the cable of the billy club around his hands, flips him. And sends him falling, and it's kind of it's because yeah. it looks like you know it's not just like a direct fall into a vat of acid. If you look, he actually hits a, a walkway oh, oh, on the way yeah, down, and, and bends then it, the, it bends the 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 hand or the the, the handrail, the, the handrail, and then and, and then, then falls into, falls the, into the, uh, the pit of acid. Yeah. And he, and you see him fall in, but there's like a there's like oh my god, where did they, he go? Did they, he make it out? They some I feel like Gerber ran out of pages here mm-hmm. because he literally sums this last page. Oh, this is classic style. He, like, this okay, is classic this Marvel. Up. Like wrap it up in one page and and like it covers half the content of the book. Yeah, it's so crazy. He swings down and kicks yeah, we, the chemist in the head. Yeah. Well, first off, no, no. This this page also has the part of him falling into the acid. So yeah, we have see, one panel where it. he bounces on the handrail, then goes into the acid. Daredevil swoops down and 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 the guy still fi- that that chemist is still firing gun yeah, at Daredevil. Like the devil said, you yeah, again. <laughs> you again. He kicks him in the face, knocks him out. He takes the gun, throws it into the pit. What also does he throw into the pit? He throws the salus he, papers. He throws the salus papers so then that way nobody will be able to remake this formula yeah. and this will be the end of it, hopefully. Yeah. And then we see a shot of them um burning down in the in the acid below and then daredevil makes a comment like you know i did not hear the splash when even though we see i it, didn't hear that sound when i didn't Deathstalker he, when, hit. when yeah. death stalker hit so maybe he vanished yeah we don't know we'll have to find out but literally like the, the, everything was summed up on this last page and i'm like dang it it's like yeah. we need more we need more but it is good because what happens is that he throws the papers in and he has this moment of uh, guilt hits him where he's like I just destroyed evidence. That's, you know, I'm first and foremost, I'm about law and I'm about justice. And I just destroyed evidence. This is yeah. really bad. This is something that I haven't done before and I feel really bad about yeah. this. And it's a cool moment. <clears throat> yeah. And he's, he uh, feels know. worse about that than he does about letting those people die. He doesn't care about when that. <laughs> <laughs> when the tower fell and, ki- <laughs> and killed all those people when he's fighting Mandrill. Exactly. But, but anyways, those are the issues that we're covering those are the today. Issues, a yeah. lot of stuff. It was, I really liked the last little three issue art, with, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, three issue arc with Deathstalker and with uh, Man Thing in the papers mm-hmm. and Candace and all. It it was great. Yeah. It was very fun to read. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mandrill got a little bit deep and got, a, you know, is, is a little too political potentially. It, it, just a lot of stuff going on with the Mandrill one that, that yeah. I felt like we're getting hit over the head. Yeah. This one was kind of more of a classic little mystery type tale. And we had an appearance of the gladiator doing awesome gladiator yeah. stuff. And great artwork. I would love if they did a little like a little side side thing at the end um, about 
um, what man thing goes and does from there. Yeah. Like maybe like in, I don't, I haven't read any man thing issues, but maybe like in the next man thing, Mm -hmm. it starts with him beating up gladiator (laughs) and and then dropping him (laughs) off and then walking off and doing his thing. That'd be a cool little moment. But, um, I got uh, some man thing books for um oh nice my birthday was a couple of weeks oh cool yeah i bought some man thing and some how the i got into a real gerber thing where i was like oh let's pick up some of this yeah no i I, like gerber's grown on me and he's coming to it daredevil runs coming to an end very soon Mm -hmm. um, yeah all right so so we've uh, come to the question portion before we wrap it up Uh, we were talking about how we didn't want it to just be like what was the name of the third guy exactly we're trying to make it a little bit more creative uh you want to go first sure okay why don't you go first okay uh during marvel team up 25 what was the name um (laughs) so um catman yes catman one of my favorites yeah when they get into the house of horrors he thinks he has the upper hand over daredevil why in the House of Horrors. Yeah, what, what does he think his advantage in that place is? Well, let's see. House of Horrors would have something to do with usually... Oh, because uh, it's um, because it's scary in there and he can hide like one of the uh, scary creatures and then... I can't remember. Oh, I see. I was working to do the thing that we... Um, what is it? It is that it's dark. And oh, he it's has dark. Infrared that's right. lenses. Yes. yes, that's right. The inf- I remember that the infrared lenses. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's so he right. He has the upper hand because he can see in the dark. Yes, little does he. That learn. is a great question, and Thank I completely you. biffed it. <laughs> I remember that specific moment. Splodge. I love it. Okay, so my question uh-huh. goes back to one eleven, mm-hmm. and I want to see if you can remember all of the things that we see in issue one eleven. That that um, the silver samurai actually chops in half. <laughs> oh my goodness! So can you remember? There okay. are three things that he chops in half. There is a, I guess it's like a chimney, but it's like a, a brick wall. Okay, that is at the end, and it's I think it's a parapet. Is what it's called? Par- okay, parapet yeah. on mm-hmm. the, on the top of a building. Yeah. So that's one of them. He chops a parapet. Mailbox. A mailbox, correct. And a, I, I call it a lamppost. You call yes, it a lamppost? it's a yeah. lamppost. Yes. Those are the three things. Yeah, because Daredevil jumps up on it and thinks right. he's like, I'm, I'm up and I can get away from him. And he just slices yep, it and yep. it drops to the I ground. I didn't know if you'd remember the mailbox or not, because I thought that was kind of the, yeah, so it was the mailbox, the parapet, uh-huh. and the uh, the light yeah. the light post. He yeah. also chops like like into brick and, and other oh, things. Oh, constantly cutting into but, the... but the, But those three things he chopped in half, so... Yeah. Nice. nice. Oh, thank you. Great. Yeah, that would. That, yeah, that that sequence is so fun because yeah. it's just like you get the impression that Daredevil doesn't stop moving yeah. and he's just running and things are being sliced in half around him. Right. It was well, fun. that was that was great. Um, yeah. And uh, I've lost the piece of paper with. Our- yeah, well, it's, uh, we we can wing it though. <laughs> we you can know? wing it. Yeah. So we want to thank everybody for listening. Yeah. Thank you once so again. Much. Yeah. If you want to reach out to us, you can uh, find us on Twitter. Our handle is at JJ podcast and we're also on facebook you can just search joshua and jamie do daredevil we're the only one with that title mm-hmm. so you, you can find us like our page for updates and stuff send us questions everything yeah, you, yeah you, you can, can email us at jnjdd uh, at gmail.com mm-hmm. um uh, one, oh. the, uh david wynn's been doing the cover art for our episodes and they're they've been fabulous yeah. lately the mandra one was so good oh it was so good and the craven the hunter one oh, was so good Chef's fingers. Um, Um, And yeah, uh, we have a website. We're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Yeah, Yeah. you can find us there. And uh, yeah, it's been great. It's fun. 
yeah. covered a few more. We got a lot more uh, fun stuff coming, uh, yeah. coming at you. Um, later. In the next uh, episode, we're going to go over, I think it's, uh, oh, here we are Daredevil 116 through 120 and Giant Size Defenders issue three. We were going to talk about um, a couple of little cameos, but I can just mention them now because they're. They're nothing. He pops up in Thor, but it's literally every superhero is in a bubble. Right. And uh, he pops up in the hands of Kung Fu, and it's uh, Matt Murdock is walking into an office building and gets uh, basically gets brushed past by the mm-hmm. characters in that story. So I don't think we need to talk about those. So we'll be covering yeah. Daredevil 116 to 120 and Giant Size Defenders number three, which is great fun. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank I am you. Joshua. I'm Jamie. And, and we, we just, just did Daredevil. Daredevil.